Many a tear has to fall, but it's all in the game. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 12 of We've Got the Win This Half. I'm Matt Mustill, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, George Davis. Gladly. How are you? Very well, mate. And, of course, Luke Clarkson. Welcome back. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> They're way too enthusiastic. I've never used that enthusiastic. <laughs> what a start. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, boys, I asked you last week what your favourite hand gesture was in the Sunday League format. Um, George, I'm going to bounce straight to you, mate. What have you got for us here? Um, so, there's plenty, uh, but I won't spoil any other suggestions just in case you haven't. Um, I've gone for one that I, li- I love the use of, but it's mainly continental players, and that's the uh, the circle motion with the ball. Yes. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> like, so when you've made a tackle and you're convincing the referee that you've made the ball or you've not got the ball, but you're just convincing the referee, a huge, nice, if you can hear that, listening. It's a lot of animation. Almost an oval shape, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying that. Yeah, that, that's a brilliant one. I had that one written down, actually. Uh, I've got another one. Sorry. Luke? <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, my, my favourite is, and I think it's, you know, I've, I think it's on the continent as well, but maybe that's just because I've seen Sergio Ramos do it so many times. And that's the that's the big hands up after you've made a tackle. <laughs> Two hands up. I haven't touched him, Ref. No chance, even though you've wiped him clean out. Yeah, definitely man man before ball there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, when someone's like like the crossing path, do you know when there's a, a like a forthcoming accidentally clip of the heels? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just a yeah. huge, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. out. Chest out and just like yes. But I think you've seen me doing a match, um, definitely when I've, <laughs> um, I've not denied that I've made a foul. I've just felt bad because it's such a terrible challenge. I've just gone sorry. <laughs> yeah, so like, it's like like a policeman's got the flashlight on you. Just like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got me. I swear. Sorry, man. Are you um are you coming up with must deal the points of the ball after a tackle? So we got a nice little collection of uh, hand gestures after tackles. Unfortunately, not. Mine's mine's more of a positive uh, gesture, which is um, when an ambitious sort of ball through or ambitious cross is attempted, does like skims the top of their head or just goes out for a for a goal kick. The side thumb, the side, yeah, thumb, yeah. Or yeah. oh, yep. you've missed a Yeah, sorry, mate. Good, good ball. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do like the side thumb. It's the applause for effort um, has right. got it to that ninety degrees. Or <laughs> yeah, if yeah. It, where you always probably normally go right hand. So what's that? Two seventy, two seventy degrees. West, west on a compass to that to that sort <laughs> three of o'clock. three o'clock. That is nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah, nine yeah o'clock. it's gonna be nine o'clock. Um, I like um, I like how it could just easily be just a normal thumbs up, just oh good effort, mate. But no, nah, but the ball's not been completed. So that if the ball was completed, that is a full thumbs. <laughs> so um, it's a really shit ball, you just thumbs down. No, mate, that's rubbish. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the 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 middle thumbs is the uh, it's the equivalent of Caesar when he's deciding whether a gladiator <laughs> should live or die in the, uh, in the Coliseum. <laughs> you haven't quite decided whether you're, whether you're a fan of the fact that he's actually passed oh, yeah. you 
or whether you just think the ball is utter shit. Or or in uh, or in dodgeball where they uh, decide whether uh, he can play or not. Yeah. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris starts with the th- side thumb. Thumbs up. <laughs> do you uh, do you think that's where it originated from? <laughs> the Caesar <laughs> or the Sunday League players. generation to generation. I think it's just laziness. I think it's just, oh, I can't be bothered to lift the thumb all the way up. Yeah. Yeah. Just have own and it's also, it's also like a, a, a lazily bent arm as well. Yeah, like we yeah. talked about that in the, when we go in the crowd. So when you do the... England! So when you do that, you, your arms don't fully extend. You're just a nice <laughs> little hand in the air. Well, talking about that, I mean, I, I, one, one that I was thinking of was... Uh, is the the flailing arm when uh, a player doesn't say fuck off but mouths fuck off? <laughs> they go fuck off and they're, like, <laughs> they're the referee, but they, they just flail their arm at him as if that's gonna that's gonna like project their voice more than their actual their voice does. Like uh, like swatting a fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there's so many more hand gestures we could go through, but we've got to get on to a bit of news, boys. And of course, we're going to start with the Premier League. Um, Bit of a bit of a slip up we saw for the for the team's game for the Champions League, uh, namely um, United, Chelsea, and who's the other one? Leicester, uh, all dropping points. What 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 are our thoughts on this? Uh, which game do you want to start? Well, we'll start with Chelsea. Okay, so uh, obviously the three uh, nil against Sheffield United, or possibly the one nil at home to Norwich. I'm not sure which is the worst result. <laughs> which is more embarrassing, yeah. Yeah, which is more embarrassing. Um, but uh, Lampard did it, it did reflect on the game and just knew that they were out for outplayed, um, which probably isn't nice to hear if you're a Chelsea fan listening to uh, your team or your your Premier League great or one of the greatest players in your club admitting you got outplayed by Sheffield United, who have just the championship. Like, uh, well, <laughs> did you hear what he said to Tammy Abraham? Apparently, Lampard. No. Apparently, uh, allegedly after the Sheffield United game, he's, he's just gone, you're done. You're done at Chelsea. Good luck at your next club. Like, it says you're not good enough for Chelsea. It's, it's taken him till July to think that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a bit, that's a bit heavy. That is harsh. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure it might, that's it true. Might, Lamp- Lampard, Lampard just looks like a, too nice of a bloke to, to say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, um, they said that about Solskjaer. They say Solskjaer's nice. Apparently, he's got a very sort of mean side to him. Well, he doesn't give Mason Greenwood, so he's just like, oh, he's becoming undroppable. Actually, hang on, he's only, only 18. Yeah, yeah. Well, so nice side's called Schmeagel and the bad side's called Gollum, isn't it? Then, <laughs> 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 um, just with the old Sheffield United game, did you see McGold- McGoldrick's first finish? Um, so it's a spill from Kepper, or I think it's a deflected shot, by the same. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And McGold- McGoldrick's three yards out. And just fucking rifled it home. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely rifled it. And it just take me back to uh, the Van Persie when he's lying on the floor. Uh, the Ashley Williams cunt into his head and uh, Ferguson going, could have killed him. I mean, Ke- Kepa could have been killed there. Ke- Kepa could have been killed. <laughs> do, do you, you think know, I saw a stat about I saw a stat about that game as well, too, about the Goldrick goal. And I, I thought this was the stupidest stat I've ever seen. It was like, I think the first ever Premier League game where two players with muck in their surname have both scored for the same team. <laughs> what is that stat? You've looked at That's a brilliant. How would you research that? That's amazing. 
Do you, do you reckon they also just to uh, kind of cement the rule of three? They've mentioned the three nil as well. <laughs> just they, yeah, they, yeah. they really want the rule of three to come. Yeah. Do, uh, did you did you say that McGoldrick was shit last week, George? Based on your curse that you've got going on on your uh, shit strikers curse. Well, I know where this is going with Dominic Solanke. Um, <laughs> it's happened three uh, times to you now, mate. Unbelievable. <laughs> Antonio mate, had, scores uh... four. <laughs> Solanke gets two. <laughs> it's, I've had a, I've had a, I had a serious review of myself as a result of that. Um, just looking at, looking in depth of, uh, do I know anything? Well, uh, it, does this apply to every? It, does it apply to my job when I'm when I'm telling the kids what? Uh, things that happened in history did they actually happen <laughs> or did they a week later become a really good person like you know what i mean i just don't know what you should was do was the act repealed was slag... the act repealed a week later i just don't know anymore you should slag I, I off know. slag off every chelton player now to boost their hopes <laughs> of staying up <laughs> before, well, before it, the Euros next year to... slag off every england player but that's what you used to do with Marcus Rashford. Like you used to like, hate watching Marcus Rashford as a United player, and every week we'd hear someone just like, "Oh, Rashford's rubbish. He's given the yeah. ball away too many times again." And then he scored a winning goal like every week. So then you became aware of it. So every yeah, week yeah. you just slag him off regardless. Yeah. <laughs> so you could, yeah, uh, you I mean, have a great game. I mean, it. <laughs> that that's Marcus Rashford. This is Dominic Solanke. <laughs> <laughs> How has he scored two goals in the fucking Premier League? I just don't understand. It defies physics against a team that are third. Yeah. I just don't get it anymore. <laughs> it's the equivalent of like saying going all in on like a full house on poker for someone to have four of a kind. Yeah, or hey, uh, yeah. Like, oh, no. I'm on a losing streak. I, th- I think uh, the Brodge kind of um, was a bit surprised by it, but because uh, I watched his um, his interview after, and he said. Uh, First thing he said was, "Yeah, I've got to say, I didn't, ex- I didn't see that coming." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone saw that coming. No, no I love that. It's a ma- he's a manager as well, kind of looking, at, expecting a load of range of different results and preparing away, and he's gone. I did not see that. <laughs> I did not see Bournemouth scoring. Never mind four. That yeah, that is brilliant. That is brilliant. So that's that's Leicester and Chelsea drop points. Uh, so United on Monday had the chance to go up to third with a win against Southampton and uh, bottled it. Are we saying? Uh, yeah, I think so. But I think uh, personally, I think Solskjaer is starting starting to almost punish or get punished for playing the same team every game. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. don't think you can do that. I don't. You can't you physically can't do that every three game every three days. You're playing an, another game, and he's keeping, especially like Greenwood. He's 18. He would not have the legs to play three games in a week. Yeah. The problem is, we've seen that, you that every time he brings on subs, the, the performance goes down drastically. Well, he played better the week before. Yeah. Give, give, him, that, give him that game. I, I, yeah. Like, Pogba looked really leggy. And when Pogba's bad, he's shit. Like, you can really tell when Pogba's playing bad. Yeah. Uh, for the first goal, it, it looked like he was on his treadmill and Danny Ings has just come and poached him. Um, the adjective. The adjective, yeah, yeah. What was the other one I was thinking of? Uh, Chris Basham is uh, the instruction. I thought <laughs> he's just like telling someone, Chris Basham. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that. Anyway, Crouch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's very nice. That's like an army instruction. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you see the, um, the Southampton equaliser? I. Mm. 
fucking can't stand zonal fucking marking. I, I don't know how many oh, times that's been proved. It just doesn't work. Right. No, I 100% agree. If if you're if a goal goes in against the corner and it's zonal marking, everyone says, "Oh, look at zonal marking not working." If a goal goes in and it's a corner and it's man marking, no one says shit. Oh, it's the uh, wrong man picking up. The yeah, or uh, the individual error. Yeah, individual error. Oh, it can highlight who's made the individual error. Why don't you just have a team collective? There's a reason why every top team goes zonal. There is a reason. I think it was uh, Troy Deeney the other day, um, or uh, it was a big striker, and they were asked like, "Oh, do you prefer playing against man marking or zone marking?" He was like, oh, "I always want to play man because yeah, I want to play it. up against a, a bloke and I want to be able to beat him." Mm. And I think a lot of strikers, especially like strikers who are good in the air, like Andy Carroll's, you know, like Harry Kane's, like those sort of players, they they want to go up against the man because they think they're stronger than him. Exactly, you can they get, they can get well, two yards on them. I, I I agree to an extent with that, but. You, you've got Harry Maguire, who's probably, what, second to Van Dijk in terms of aerial dominance in the Premier League. Let him go win that header. Head it out. That's the end of the game. You're third. <laughs> yeah, but, but then... So but then so don't that, leave Matic to do it against their, their saw, biggest threat. I saw, I saw a video um, <laughs> from that game, and it was, it was on Twitter, and it was as if Harry Maguire marked his own man. He actually did have a man, and he's run and got onto the left-back, and... Uh, I think it was Luke Shaw, and he's put his arms on Shaw, like yeah, trying to like peek into the it, ball. It was Wamba Saka. <laughs> it was Wamba Saka, yeah. So I mean, uh, to be fair, uh, Harry Maguire did actually have a man, and he absolutely <laughs> like left him. Yeah, Wamba Saka got nowhere near the ball. To be fair to Maguire, yeah. Um, the, right. uh, <laughs> the, the, the one, sorry, what last thing on that? Was the, it just sums it up. The, the, the sadness of it is no limbs. Like that's that'll be the best yeah. limbs for Southampton. Two two away at Main Eyed, a really improving Main Eyed team. And just like oh, just kind of reminds you that Southampton we're not... very good, I thought. Southampton looked really good. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, they've taken um, four points from the two Manchester. Oh Ralph. We're going to we're going to your Ralph. boys. We're going to your boys, Luke. Obviously, uh, you must be in pretty good spirits after the uh, North London derby. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, me. I'm uh, I'm absolutely buzzed. Um I think uh <laughs> we were saying before we started this podcast, we were talking about Mourinho and you know, if he loses a game, then he's, you know, you know he's backwards. He's uh, the worst manager ever. He's lost it. He's passed the point. He's like his tactics don't work anymore. And then if he wins a game, he's back to being an absolute mastermind and a genius. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, one of the greatest managers in football. So, but no, it's good to get three points over Arsenal. Considering I was going into the game thinking they're probably a better team than us at the moment. Could could you say as a Tottenham fan then when you've got Mourinho as manager now because everyone digs him out of shit and the whole team oh he's got no creativity could you say that you've got your expectations so low so when you actually win a game it's like really good feeling again rather than under the pot where you just expect to win and then you also expect to compete a little and then you lose 2-7 uh, people compare to the pot days just because Poch did so well like for most of those seasons but actually towards the end of his tenure uh, like I mean, our points per game at the start, like before Poch left this season, was about one point six, no, one point one six, sorry. And now it's like about now it's like one point seven, close to one point seven under Mourinho. Yeah. So actually, I actually, like surprisingly enough, I actually expect to win more games now under Mourinho. <laughs> so I, yeah, but it's a, it's a, I will tell you, it's a more nervy watch. Because, yeah, well, true, but then because it's usually a one goal. But it, the Bournemouth yeah. Tottenham game is. 
categorically the worst game of football I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the, the second, the second half, I think that I reckon genuinely in the whole game there was more injuries than go, uh, shots on well shots of goal. Genuinely, yeah, yeah, yeah I'd agree with that. 100%. It was appalling. Uh, something else that's appalling in uh, in my in my mind anyway is that this week we've seen Manchester City escape the uh, the two year ban from the Champions League or UEFA competitions. Ah, oh, I mean, how big was the bribe? Are we thinking? I'm going 25 mil personally. 25, I reckon. Yeah, 20 mil with a, a few side side pockets in there. In, in, yeah. in there, in, ten, in, ten barrels around there, thrown in something like that. Oh, it's just ridiculous. yeah. It's such a farce. We, we 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 put a poll on our Twitter. The biggest joke in football: Norwich VAR or financial fair play? Financial fair play won ahead of VAR. I think it'd been a different thing if you put Arsenal fan TV in there. Though. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's 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 too easy though. It's clear. To be fair, that, that, is, that is the one thing Did I enjoyed see... more than the Spurs' performance was watching watching them all react to the goals. Have you seen DT's reaction? <laughs> Really kicks, kicks. Yeah, the yeah, the kick. <laughs> yeah, so with the um, the city, I find it quite funny. I, uh, I loved the fact that everyone knew it was going to get uplifted. Literally, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. knew. And um, and I love the fact that Guardiola, since the thing has gone, they've already got their luck, and he obviously knows this bit shit houseery. So he's got more shit houseery. He's demanding apologies. Like, oh yeah, I want, I want Mourinho and Klopp to ring me today and apologise <laughs> over the phone. Yeah, I want all these media outlets to apologise because I was apparently lying. Amazing, like it's incredible. Uh, to be fair, if you listen, like I think Klopp and Mourinho both were quite coy with their words, but I like that every single, pretty much every single big manager's sort of come out and just said it's a disgrace, except. Uh-huh. Mikel Arteta, who's <laughs> massively in support of his big buddy Pep. That's good. Yeah, probably gonna get some loan players next year. <laughs> we, uh, we actually we actually gave a, a retweet to this. Might have to come in the Twitter section, but I think it's relevant here. Is that? Um, oh yeah, don't believe what you know the the court of arbitration say, but listen to saucy Marshall saying that it's bollocks. That came from priceless underscore silver. So, so, don't listen to Saucy Marshall, but you can listen to me, mate. What fucking <laughs> brilliant, fantastic. Um, we'll go to another sort of controversial subject in the past few weeks, which is Wigan Athletic. <laughs> and so, if you're a Hull fan, you might want to stop listening at this point. Um, the halftime yeah. team talk seven nil. What do you say? Still nil nil, boys. <laughs> Still, we've got we go. the win. Ben. <laughs> yeah, got the wind. Um, just rattle off some uh, Gale cliches. Uh, the um, uh, has anyone like been that or that far down or suffered that much of a defeat in the first half? Yeah, the must, not for a while. Uh, have either of you? I think you had a you had a twenty six nil, didn't you? Story or something um, like yeah, that? Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, well, that was that was us winning. That was not not losing. I, I think the work. The worst I had was last year when we were three 0 down in ten minutes, oh. uh, and I, I was playing right back, and I just I would, every, you can see everyone sheepishly looking because they know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an absolute bloodbath. But we didn't quite get to seven. I, th- I think we only got, got to five. But our uh, I remember our uh, ploy, which I'm, I'm surprised Holden do this. Our ploy was 
the keeper's had a shocker. The keeper's had a shocker. <laughs> we got we got to change the keeper. We've got to blame the keeper there. I think I've I think I've been in some absolute absolute drubbings, but I I think I've wiped them from the memory. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think the one thing I've noticed is because obviously it was seven nil at half time, ended eight nil. It's the first time I've ever said. Oh, I'm surprised it was only eight <laughs> <laughs> nil in a game. That's five football time. Full time uh, team talk. I've gone. Yeah, good, good effort in that second half, lads. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 think I, was a, I was having a discussion with my brother uh, the day before about the championship, and uh, I wasn't like paying attention to the game, but I, I was talking to him like, and I said, "Ah." Oh, um, Whole city are like definitely down, and my brother's like, "Oh, they're only one point off safety. They could, they could easily be up. They could get three points." And I was like, "No, they're shit, Rob. Like, they're really shit." And he, he comes to me like the next day when they're playing. He's like, oh, "Have you seen the whole score? They're seven nil down at <laughs> half time." So I, I checked what... on Google. I checked on Google. It was only four nil. I was just I, when you're conceding that many goals that Google has lost track. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I saw I saw earlier before the, the yesterday's game, I saw a stat that in the championship with three games there was not one single team that is mathematically secured in the championship, meaning they can all still go up or they can all still go down. After I think it's changed after yesterday, of course, but how mental is that? I well, think that... Norwich Norwich are, aren't they? They're, yeah. They're... <laughs> yeah, Norwich are the only team. Unless unless City get a massive uh, unless City get a massive points deduction, <laughs> I was going to say. Well, speaking of championship, one team that have secured uh, that right is uh, Wickham Wanderers. Yes, um, I did see that. Which might be the biggest steal in a uh, football history because they were something like five points off play of of the playoffs of, of automatic promotion or something like that. And they've, they're they've... five league places outside of um, um, outside the playoff positions. And then because of because they've played three less games, the points per game have bumped them into the oh, playoffs. Fuck me! And then they've won the game then, with like five shots on target to the other team's <laughs> twenty. It's full FIFA, isn't it? <laughs> do you uh, do, do you think that that's a better steal than the uh, famous Golden Balls steal, where uh, that woman was begging begging for that hundred grand share, and it's like this is too much money going to the, had the other bloke in the palm of her hand saying, "Oh, this is too much money to." To gamble, you can't win. Let's just split it. Let's just split it. It's got to be, uh, it's got to be a split, and then steals it. Hundred grand. <laughs> what? Shakes hands. Oh, I, I, that's brilliant. No, I played the game. She has literally played the game there. Fantastic. Yeah, but imagine being him. I credit Wickham. Do you see the the interview? I love, I love whenever Wickham are like in the news, they immediately go to Akinfemwa just because they know. Everyone knows this bloke because he's big on FIFA. <laughs> big and yeah, strong. True. KSI made him famous for being strong. <laughs> it, it was a bit like the Oxford team as well. They, um, maybe if they would uh, have gone up, they would have gone to their sub, Jamie Mackey. Because I, I saw in their second leg um, semi-final against Portsmouth, they were just kind of highlighting. He didn't even come on. He was, he was just, they were just highlighting him, bringing his name up. Oh, Jamie Mackey's on their bench. He's the only person you've heard of. Yeah. <laughs> Northern Ireland, like, only talking about Will Grigg in the Euros when he didn't even play a game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That was the only song. The thing is, though, I mean, like, it was only three years ago that I was watching Wickham in League Two and getting... Uh, uh, <laughs> it's part of my uh, newspaper days at the university and uh, my head of sport at the time just went... 
you can't tweet that when I tweeted uh, the chant for Akin Fenwood which was saying his tits are offside. We <laughs> 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 like, can't have that on the uh, the expose Twitter. <laughs> Going on to the first from the roots of the week now, and we go to George Davis. Thank you kindly. Um, so this is a send in. Oh, going excellent. Up. excellent. Um, so it reads as this Afternoon, gents. Uh, I've got a little story for you about my cup semi final for when I was 15. Leading into the semi-final, our, our side has been playing well. However, individually, I, I hadn't been in great form in front of goal, experiencing what some may call a David McGold route. The team, <laughs> the team that uh, we, we were up against were a good side, so I woke up in the morning a bag of nerves. Getting, to the close, getting closer to the game, however, these nerves turned into excitement as I started to envisage the headlines in the morning, the possibility of falling around and steering my side through to the final. In front of a packed crowd, in brackets, some mums and dads, I, <laughs> I started, started left wing as always and played relatively well, attacking their fullback and getting into some dangerous positions. Then, in the second half, the moment I was waiting for, played through by the centre midfielder, I latch onto the ball with only the keeper to beat. The keeper rushes out at pace before I nonchalantly and somewhat politely dink the ball over him with, with the outside of the boot. One bounce and into the far corner. I wheeled away with sheer elation, sprinting, sprinting towards the corner flag before I turned to look for my mates, expecting a forthcoming bundle. However, no, ta- no, teammate, no teammate is near me. And I realise a glance over, the offside flag is raised. Oh. <laughs> Jogging back to the halfway line, I hear the shout of sub ref, and I was swiftly pulled off and played no further part in the game where we lost 6 0. <laughs> 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 oh, that's 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 heartbreaking. In it, in brackets, note my goal would have made it five-one. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, lads. I love the fact that he's done that massive celebration, even if he's offside or not. When he's five yeah, nil down, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I, I I kind of condone that. Luke, you're a massive fan of a celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What sort of repertoire would you go for there? Five nil down. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's. I tell you what, it'd be it'd be the uh, FIFA Pro Club celebration of running around the goalkeeper shushing him. Yeah, nice. <laughs> like that. Followed by an "I can't hear you" to the uh, to the the home parents or. <laughs> yeah, maybe the Gerard tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before, where I've done. Um, I scored. Uh, this is uh, again. This is in hockey. This is why it's not. A, uh, it's not one of my stories. But I, uh, I, I scored. <laughs> I scored a 90th minute, uh, well, seventieth minute uh, winner against the away against like a team who are absolute bastards. And I run up to the parents and I had a bold saluted them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> God. Absolutely right. mental. They already hated our team enough that done that. Yeah, you couldn't really do the Adebayor knee slide on, on Astro. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. Uh, Break uh, your knees. Yeah, everyone's got those when that, those black rubber things, like when oh, you just awful. empty your boots after a six aside. And... No, that's what? 3G, yeah. you idiot. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, you're right. No, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe sand then. That's sad. Take yeah, sand. Sand's sand. all right. Those, those, those 3G beads are horrible. Have you ever got one in your eye? No, but I know you have. Oh. 
But yeah, a couple of times. It's awful. Um, going back to the going back to the story, George. Well, that's a great story, Marcel. Is that is that, can we vote for that? Is from the <laughs> um, <laughs> So they've lost six nil, and they're out. They're out. The you said have you uh, ever got back to form after that? Because that is a confidence killer, surely. Uh, I, yeah, I, I I do think that could be career over there. Um, yeah. I, I, I look at the manager there and putting him off after that. That's disgraceful, isn't it? No, but I think he, oh, he just he's... knows that his head's not going to be in the game. He's just going to be just... <laughs> yeah, may, maybe he's angry at the celebration, the fact that he has gone to the corner flag rather than gone to get the ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're still in this. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Puts it down on the uh, the 16-yard line for the uh, offside or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine. So he says his teammates are so far away. I can just imagine them all in their shape in their own half. <laughs> <laughs> just with a gap on the left wing and then they they play to the right back. They're, they're right back. Get back! Uh, it's shout. Uh, great, great start to the year from the roots as always, Davis. Thank you uh, for whoever sent that in. Thank you. Um, we're going to go now to Soccer Busters. Mr. Luke Clarkson. Yes. Right. Uh, cheers, Master. Yeah, um, here we go. We're doing uh, we're doing soccer busters. Uh, it is um, it's like have you ever watched a Ricky Gervais show? Listeners or listened rather, like Carl Bloomington has a Rockbusters, which is basically a copy of Blockbusters, and it's a homage to that. So it's any any football player really, usually Premier League, but uh, mine sort of veer out of that realm sometimes. So uh, first first one is it's a toss up between a negative and a bit of a and a bit of candle meat. CW negative and candle meat. It's a toss up between a negative and a bit of candle meat. CW candle meat. Candle the meat. second one, candle meat. Yes, uh, <laughs> the sec- these, these might be a bit tricky. This one's this one's the easiest, I think. South Wales Island stops letting in old women. BB. B. Oh yeah, <laughs> South Wales Island stops letting in old women. <laughs> yeah, I got that. I got that. I was looking at him and working how I could do it. That's genius. I've got, and, I've got um, that. And I wonder if that bloke noticed the racket the French champions made. And this is another double double letter. It's a DD. It's a double D. Um, I wonder if that bloke noticed the racket. The French champions made D D. I've got that. Yeah, well, that's that's all three. Yeah. So uh, just to note that uh, we also have one, and we will be putting more on the Twitter and more visual soccer busters. So have a go at them if you think you got it. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, yeah. we'll go on to the uh, Twitter segment this week. Oh, thank you for those soccer buses, by the way, Luke. Uh, the answers will be read out at the end. I think uh, I'm, I'm working on, two, on, on the first one. Um, right, Twitter boys. So, we've had a few this week. Up to the, uh, the North London derby here. And um, Bamiyang's been spotted filling up his car at petrol station. And some Spurs fans sort of shouting 2-1 at him, 2-1 at him. Uh, just have to go. <laughs> and this bloke just replies, that's quite funny, he's going, he's filling up his gold Lamborghini. And you think some goblin shouting 2-1 is going to face him? <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair. 
The first question I've got there is, um, so what's a goblin? (laughs) (laughs) The goblin goblin as well, with a a capital G he's given it. So he's, he's put some thought into this. Yeah, absolutely. And then the rule of three or three laughing emojis, which is lovely to see. The um, <laughs> uh, uh, what I first like is also he so this Spurs web has tweeted saying getting caught off guard, um, shouting two one bruv. Um, <laughs> so bruv. The first thing I know is uh, who gets caught on guard in a petrol station? <laughs> who's like who's kind of? <laughs> I, I think the petrol station is probably one of the least like common places to have a photo um maybe waterstones <laughs> hmv you know what i mean no one really gets a photo in the there Yang goes to waterstones oh, i think he likes to read yeah maybe although he delivery... gets his books from waterstones deliveries these days it's <laughs> um, <laughs> just having a coster in the upstairs bit yeah maybe he's a coster fan yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no what i quite like about it is like i mean if i was a premier league footballer like trying to invo- uh, like avoid these goblins, as uh, Garton has put it, is um, is is like probably something I'd try to do, like actively try to do. So I try to make myself as least conspicuous as possible. I wouldn't wear a full <laughs> Arsenal trainers kit <laughs> and drive a gold Lamborghini. <laughs> but I kind of pra- I kind of praise Tifa, that. Tifa, he does have blacked out windows, so I think <laughs> that might have saved him. He looks like how I'd imagine the sort of Arsenal Twitter admin to look like, just always wearing his Arsenal tracksuit that the club's given him <laughs> round the house. I I, uh, I fully rate that. Embracing stash. I mean, like, obviously in cricket, football, wherever, embracing football, your own team stash is fantastic. No matter what level you play. I've definitely worn my local football team, Sunday League, well, Saturday League team. Um, stash just going out. I reckon I'll probably put it in the cloakroom on one night out, maybe. I re- I've, I've definitely wore probably a team hat in cricket out. I think it's representing the stash is uh, part and part. We should be in this contract. So would you wear the hat, T-shirt and trackies as uh, Pierre Emmerich has done here? Uh, personally, more shorts and fleece for me. Um, <laughs> but a uh, half-zip fleece at that. Too fair, but too fair, the stash. Like, when I first saw the video, like, I thought... Um, well, this is this is just a picture of an Arsenal fan, and he's just confused <laughs> with Aubameyang because I thought it was just too obvious that Aubameyang would be wearing that <laughs> Arsenal stash. It, it can't be him. And then I saw the gold Lamborghini and thought, probably is a footballer. Yeah, it's nice that he's driving a gold Lamborghini, but he still has to do the day-to-day jobs that <laughs> everyone has to do. Still has I was to fit it up. literally thinking yeah, about the this gold Lamborghini. Sorry, if I if I own a gold Lamborghini, I'm not drive, I'm not getting a chauffeur. I'm definitely driving it myself. I guess I want to fill it up though. Yeah, true. <laughs> you don't you don't think of um I've been thinking about this recently. You don't think of Premier League footballers doing sort of day to day mundane tasks, do you? Like I've never thought of like you know Paul Pogba taking the bins out or that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, so. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I reckon Paul Pogba's not a great recycler. I, 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 I reckon I he, he gets I reckon he stacks with green one. and brown. Guess his wife, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, I reckon does a little dance or doing it, something like yeah, or like, I don't know, like Wayne. I'd love to see Wayne Rooney get in a mill deal. I don't know, <laughs> yeah, like, I can see him in like a spa buying an excessively priced meal deal five pounds for a like a ham sandwich, banana, and a uh Tropicana little, little small yeah, cause, one because obviously he's filled up his car there. Do you reckon he's gone into the little uh, the little shop afterwards? What, what do we reckon he's bought? Um, I'm, I'm thinking, reckon... like, 
I reckon he likes a double decker. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe he can run with double decker. Uh, chocolate bar, say... chewing gum. Chewing gum. Extra. Maybe, yeah. Probably, possibly a bubble gum man with a hubble above her. I think, I, I think I, he's got an energy drink in him as well. I, I but not like a, a good energy drink. He's got a Lucasade there, definitely. I don't, I don't think it is a Lucasade. I reckon it's a boost. <laughs> 35p. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 35p. Scum of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> Things that 14 year olds get to tank, like, tank themselves up in the morning. Imagine getting out your gold Lamborghini and buying a 35p boost. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get on to the second part of the uh, the, the unpopular football uh, Twitter football opinion here and um, a faithful servant of, or fan shall I say of the, of the pod Mr Surav Palmer shout out to Surav um, has made us notice it comes from FT Hooligan so you know take note boys because this bloke means business uh, he said I've said it before and I'll say it again Ashley Young is the UK's best talent playing abroad what do you think of that? Well, first of all, I do I do want to say, has Surah paid us five pound? Because it's uh, it's five pound for a shout out on this podcast. <laughs> uh... I'll message him after this, mate. I'll message him. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, so FT Hooligan fancies himself as a bit of an hard nut. Um. So he's obviously going to places he's like he's twelve. Oh uh, uh, yeah, maybe. Or or he fancies himself like goes to the Andorra away games and stuff like that. And just <laughs> tries to get in with the ultras. Um, although he does have a ponytail, so that kind of just kind of reduces it a bit for me. Um, and also, uh, so he says Ashley Young is the UK's best talent. What do we think it a bit? So when I think of talent, I think of potential. So he reckons he's got another four years of him. Yeah, but I think this has only happened in the last year since uh, Ravel Morrison left Lazio. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Is Michael Mancien still abroad? Has he, has he come back? I mean, Bradley Wright Phillips is doing bits in Bradley the MLS. Phillips, I think yeah. I, yeah. Ram, yeah, yeah. You mentioned Jaden Sancho, though. No, Jaden Sancho. Obvious. <laughs> He's done all right, Ali. So, so, yeah. so we answering uh, FT Hooligan answer here with a with a resounding "You're wrong." So we go to the fi- the final um, uh, Twitter of this week, which uh, this has done the rounds on, on Twitter. So you, you might have seen it, but it's uh, it's a, a bloke called John Wick. Well, I'm not sure that's his real name, but he's called John Wick. And uh, he's got that. How can I go from asking for a trial to a fight? Make it make sense. So he's messaged the manager of this team. He's put, hi, Lee. I hope you don't mind. I got your number from the SCEFL website. I was wondering if you're taking on trialists at the moment. I would like the opportunity to trial for the club. If so, would I be able to come for a training session? He's, the manager's come back. Who's this? Sasha. Who? Are you the Homestown manager? Listen, I know who I am, thanks. <laughs> Next time you approach a club at this, at this level, learn how to do it correctly, thanks. So Sasha's got back, learn to read, to be honest. I asked you a simple question, just say yes or no. <laughs> Go back to your first message, you little cunt. Learn how, to do things, <laughs> learn, how, learn how to do things proper and don't ever talk to me in that manner again. <laughs> Shut up, you waste man. I'll be at Homestale home FC alone from 12.30 Saturday. You come find me and we will see how high your energy is then in the car park. Should have done your homework on me. Now, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the escalation oh, is quite phenomenal there. It's, uh, I mean, how many words has this guy put apart from his opening message? Probably about, amassing about 12. And he's yeah. far rent-free into this guy's head. 
it's incredible. Um, I, I love I love he's the manager of Homesdale and he's talking like he's you know yeah uh, United have manager. You seen his name? Have you seen no. his name? No. The gaffer number one. He's at the gaffer number one. Oh. Um, so I had a look at him. Uh, he's got in his bio, apart from being dad to certain two children, who we won't name. Yeah. Um, he's got FA psychology, FA coach, scout. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have the great the Union Jack in his in his bio? Uh, I don't know. Well, that surprises me. Actually. That surprises me. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure he's, he's probably got you know. Uh, love, love my country, Queen Elizabeth II, that proud, yeah. proud Leave supporter, all all that. Yeah, yes. yeah. All that gammon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all lives matter. All that. I like uh, I like how he's put how high your energy is. So that's going to be the test. So. <laughs> I wonder whether that's going to be a like like a fox hunt, so like he's going to chase him, or whether that's going to be uh, twelve rounds in a ring, uh, or it's going to be like a UFC fight or something. I'm not sure what this guy's thinking. Maybe, there. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is how he tests his players. He's, he's going to challenge them to a fight, and if they show up, they've got the mentality I want. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Bit, bit like uh, Colo Touré, just two foot in tackle, <laughs> two foot in tackle uh, to Thierry Henry and Dennis Bergkamp, and then uh, Wenger signs him because he likes his attitude. <laughs> the same as that, mate. Same standard. Yeah. I love that. He's also, but should have done your homework on me. No one <laughs> yeah. knows who the fuck you are. Who are you? There is no homework to be done. I mean, that is some serious primary sources needed it's there a gutter, to mate. really kind of decipher. Imagine, imagine being his kids when they come back one day from school and they've got detention because they haven't handed in their homework. Do you he sends that, that same message to them? Yeah, should have done your homework. Should have done All your homework unless you want a fucking scrap. Yeah. All the men messing around to like, bring that high energy to the fight layer. <laughs> bring that high energy to the dinner table and we'll see what Time for the second from the roots now, and it's courtesy of Mr. Clarkson. Yeah, brilliant. This one, uh, this one has actually been sent in over the email. Oh. No, it hasn't. <laughs> yeah, you had me. You had me. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one, this one sent. Uh, Dear Luke, it starts with. It was 1988, <laughs> and getting towards the back end of the season. When promotion and relegation battles are being decided, and and uh, we were fighting teams, we were playing teams for the second time. We were second bottom with only three wins and in danger of being relegated. One of our last games was a relegation dogfight against Larkfield, which we needed to win to ease our relegation fears. Putting out our strongest team and borrowing some of uh, some first teamers, one. <laughs> One of these first-teamers, Jerry, although being old, used to play with George Best in the New York Cosmos. Um, I don't think he mentioned him later, so that's a bit of a random fact. I'm going to stop you there. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> didn't. The game kicks off and starts well, and within 10 minutes, we're 1-0 up, remaining solid and defending stoutly. Five minutes before half-time, we managed to sneak another goal, putting us 2-0 off at the break, and completely knocked the wind out of their sails. 
The second half started in the same vein, and we kept Larkfield from creating any clear any clear cut chances. However, with 15 minutes gone in the second half, a big clearance from our penalty area meant the ball sailed off the pitch, down the bank, and into a ditch in someone's garden. <laughs> After a half an hour search, trying to figure, <laughs> trying to figure out which garden the ball went into, we decided to go for a replacement ball. Searching through both teams' kit bags, no balls from either the home or away team had been inflated sufficiently, and there was not a ball pump in sight. The referee deemed that he had had enough, and the match would be abandoned. <laughs> As insufficient time was played in this fixture, the game would have to be replayed. We went on to lose the replay 3-1 on the final day and were subsequently relegated. Oh, no. That is awful. It's been a couple of tragic stories today, hasn't it? I need to get some box of tissues next to everyone when they listen to it. um, I can't believe that. Like, what? If you've not got a ball, but the ball's not sufficiently, how flat are these balls? Like, yeah. so, like, why is it so insufficiently pumped up that you can't play even though you've got no other ball? I don't know. It seems like a bit of a fix to me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking this is match fixing. They're trying to get they're trying to get him out. <laughs> the last field want to get him out of the league. They want to stay up. You know, otherwise, otherwise they're going to be in administration or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the club's going to fold. But also, what? So one team's obviously probably warmed up with this ball. What are the other team doing? Are they just training with insufficient? <laughs> are they training with warming up with insufficient balls as well? They're doing the Mike Bassett when they when they don't have any balls to train. <laughs> pretending to keep the uppies. <laughs> that is a brilliant scene because they're all tried acrobatic over it. <laughs> <laughs> Those all outrageous balls. Well, this is the eighties before you know, like a lot of um, a lot of fitness came into it. A lot of uh, a lot of like the idea of warming up came into it, especially from a fitness regime. I wonder if that was also the case with actually kicking a ball around before the game. Maybe they just went straight into the yeah. game and just expected to two fags and a pint, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, if you if you if you want to survive, that might might not be the best play, play of warming up. I yeah. like. I like how it starts with Dear Luke. It made me think it had been like sent by like carrier pigeon or something. <laughs> I think it was more like an agony on sort of message. Uh, you know, like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna so, solve your football woes. So this is this has been a deep ingrained story that you wanted to forget that you've Okay, we'll go into that hypothetical scenario. What's your what's your advice for this person who <laughs> Well, I'd say, you know, it happened over, you know. 30 years ago, get over it. years ago. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's good, to, it's good to get these things off your chest and, you know, inspect these wounds every now and again and just, you know, clear it up. But I think he's had plenty of, I imagine he's had plenty of trouble memories afterwards. When, when... Um... <laughs> we'll get over it soon. Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> when, they're, when, um, when they're looking for this ball, I can just, it, like, do they, I can just... It's got a certain image in my head where they just do the typical manly thing is where two people are looking for it and ten are standing around <laughs> it, hands on hips. Yeah. But just going, we're not gonna find this. We're not we're not gonna find like like uh 
like, like a barbecue. When someone's flipping <laughs> the burgers and all the other blokes are stood around with a beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's look, those sausages don't look done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How long? How long is this going to be, mate? How long is it going to be? Come on, I'm hungry. Yeah, no. Me and the wife have got one of those uh, one of those uh, electronic bars. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like electronic the, as well. The I like, electronic. I like, I like There's a hyphen in there. E, e electronic. <laughs> I like at the barbecue is the um the seating stance when everyone's sort of got their knees bent in to balance the plate on their lap with the knife yeah, all, like all peeled <laughs> no. over. It's yeah. like it's like they're protecting from the megs as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when they're looking for this ball. How go back on track? Oh yeah, sorry. I yeah, what, 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 what are we talking about? <laughs> How hard? Do you reckon the Larkfield team weren't looking that hard then? If they, if they, if our conspiracy is correct that they, they were, they needed to stay up, and they, they, or do you, yeah, yeah do, you, do you reckon they're like? Do you know when like there's a gap, uh, like a break in play, someone chucks some balls on the pitch, and they kind of keep warm and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you reckon they're doing that with the flat ball? <laughs> 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 It's proving to the ref, it's definitely flat ref, but we'll warm up just yeah, in every case. time you kick it, it gets stuffed under your boot. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no pass is ever made. Yeah. <laughs> I quite like a flat ball for keepy ups, though. Oh, the, the balloon's the best one for keepy ups. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> if you mess up on the, the keepy ups on a balloon, you've, you've got you've, football's not for you. Yeah, if you miss it, yeah, yeah, you, you what you're doing. Yours. Well, it depends what type of balloon. If it's a helium ball balloon, you're only you're only doing one keep you up, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then it's gone. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, that's, that's a cracking story, Luke. Thank you for whoever you sent that in. Um, we've got to get on to the Sunday League shout for this week. Yes. yes. And we're going for one of my. This is one of my favourites we've done. How many more, ref? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what do we think of this one, boys? Well, it's, uh, it's you know, it's referencing the number of fouls that have gone before uh, when you just, you want someone to get booked or you want, maybe you just like, you haven't, there hasn't been enough fouls given. But my, my question of this is, um, what is the golden ratio of fouls committed without a yellow or fouls committed without a punishment before you shout, how many more? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree actually because um, what I think is you only—I think you only get one chance of saying you how many more. I don't think it's a—it's a thing where you keep saying it in a, in a game because when you use your how many more ref and there's another foul, it's a—it's a like one of those ref like a huff, like oh, when are you actually going to do something about it? So well, like if the canio sit on the floor and produce yeah, the play. Yeah, exactly like that. The, um, so I reckon if you go into sort of ratios, it depends where it depends whether it's player or team. So individual is the third or fourth. I reckon they go individual. Like, how many more is he going to do refereeing? Team, it's probably twenty eight. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few in there. Wait, so you're what? saying there's only you're only allowed one a game, like a sort of review system of Yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just don't sort of feel natural to keep going at how many more ref because at the end of the day this is a rhetorical question. So if you keep uh, if you keep talking about the rhetorical question, you'll get an answer. So it kind of minimizes the impact. Well my point is on that with the, the rhetorical question. What is what are they expecting the ref to say in return? Oh, yeah. Two more, mate. They'll get cut. What? He's not going to yeah, say that, is he? Exactly that. 
Yeah. Two more, three more, maximum. I think I think it I think it's sort of a, a slightly sarcastic comment though. I think you're thinking well, I'm saying how many more as if there's been five which the ref hasn't seen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or the ref thinks are like nonchalant fouls, whereas actually those fouls have been a lot dirtier than you think, ref. The the small nimble centre mid who's saying it as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, but normally, normally someone that knows about the game, I think, um, kind of, yeah. So Somebody gets fouled a lot. He's, he's really, yeah, yeah, he's getting fouled. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And also, the next foul is obviously often like a niggly foul, which shouldn't bring about a yellow, and then that brings the <laughs> that's the huge foul. <laughs> oh come on, ref! That's where you get that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think this is also uh, brought about because of the, um, we've talked about it before, the lack of concrete yellows in the game. So, like, it, like for example, when the, someone kicks the ball away, everyone knows it's a yellow. Um, I think there's only three real concrete yellows. There's the kick a ball away, there's the tug on halfway, uh, and then there's the shirt off. I think they're the only three concrete yellows. So, we need to try and, try and get in the laws and get in some more concrete yellows so everyone knows that this is... Yeah, they can't well, my help favorite, the referees. One of my favorite things is uh, the sort of dirty yellow card and the one that's often called the orange card. Yeah. <laughs> when you're never quite sure if it's a yellow or a red. That's that's my favorite terminology in football. I think the orange card is that what you've made up? Or... No, people, no, people, people yeah. think... you've heard that. I've never I've, heard, I've, heard, I've, heard, of it. I've heard of it. Well, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I think maybe a Simbin, a Simbin scenario might help clarify those rules a bit. Well, no, because we've looked at the, the issue with the Simbin is because it's an opportunity for our fat centre half, who we've talked about in previous episodes, <laughs> to have a break after ten. Yeah. So he wanted the Simbin, so that's what uh, might bring about an issue. Yeah, well, Simbin true. also means I often think you can have a scenario where eleven are playing seven. As we've also found out. <laughs> Which is tough. Which, <laughs> Which is tough. tough for the eleven. Also... You find, yeah. But also with that with that like shocking challenge that should probably be a red that's a yellow. If you do another one of them, the referee is often reluctant to give a two yellows. So really you get about three shocking challenges for a red card in terms of yellows. Like that, oh. I think the Simbin would shut that out of it. <laughs> Time for the third and final from the roots now, coming from myself. But first, I just want to quickly add here that if you want to get your story read out, uh, message one of us individually, however you want, or get in, get into contact with us over Twitter. We've got the winners half. Maybe even contact the email wgtwth at gmail.com. So I've got a story here, boys, which has been sent in again. Lovely stuff. All three. Is that the first ever time? All three send-ins? Uh, I think it's the second time, you know. Uh, we build. We grow. We excel. So hat trick. Can't the, wait for the hat trick of hat tricks on the sendings. The rule of three. The rule of three. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, So, so yeah. This is this is sent in from my uh, from my mate Matt Hall. So uh, thank you, Matt, for getting in touch. Oh, Matt. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. <laughs> he, he's put. He's put. All right, boys. <laughs> I'm, so I'm playing a game, normal game of Sunday league, and the ref uh, is giving the opposition all the decisions being quite biased uh, to the point where our manager at half time was saying to us at the end of the game, he was tempted to send a complaint once the game had finished. Uh, there was one incident such involving me. 
where one of their players, uh, the opposition players, had handled the ball inside their penalty area and the ref just turned a blind eye. At this point, I've lost it and shout at the ref and you boys were like this. Should have gone to Specsavers, ref. (laughs) Their player nearest to me turns around and punched me. (laughs) (laughs) And he's putting brackets here. We were nine years old. (laughs) (laughs) Prompting prompting the ref to sigh and then send the attacker off. He turned out to be the ref's son. (laughs) 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 Which which goes some way of of explaining why they were getting all the decisions. Um, We found out later that the son was allowed to play the next game. Cheers, boys. Uh, Take care. That's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. I, I really want to kind of digress and just explore this sigh. Just this. <laughs> oh, he's done it again. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it, oh, it's because he does With the, uh, the Gary Neville commentary on David Luiz, a similar sort of sigh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 good memory. No, I think it's because he, <laughs> he has to send his own son off in a game where he's clearly. Exactly, yeah. Honest, uh, not often you get a. Um, a, f- a fully grown adult uh, refereeing a, an under nines game, do you? Bit of a rogue one. Yeah, yeah. Kind of normally about 15, 14. Yeah. Yeah, in and around that age. Yeah, good point. I, I, um, I'd love to know what that uh, car journey home would have been like. Because <laughs> we've, we've talked about the Lino um, overruling his son for his eighth goal or whatever. That was from the Johnny Sharp oh, yeah. one, wasn't it? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So the referee might uh, literally kind of even more of a direct impact on why yeah, he's well, kind of ruined his son. The vibe, I, son, the vibe I've got here is this dad or the ref is just going to do anything so his son wins. So in my eyes, he's just reassuring him and going, don't do it again, but I'll make sure your band's overturned. I'll make it sound like it's not as bad as it was. Overturned. Overturned. Yeah, nine, nine, years nine, nine years old. They surely don't get suspensions in nine years old, do they? Surely. Uh, if you punch someone. If you, yeah, sure. It's not going to be a good punch, is he? He's not going to get in the proper slot position and just lay one in him. Also, oh, okay, so it makes sense now. So he's gone, he's had, like, kind of punched him because the um, hall mat, has gone at <laughs> Hallmat has gone uh, like sort of uh, insulted his dad with the should have gone to six yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, so I, I actually praise this kid for sticking up to his dad, and then have a go at the dad for sending this kid off. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. No, well, but you can't, more you can't... Tragic, doesn't it? You're sending your son off for sticking up for you. Yeah. Oh, that is sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that was sad? We've had three quite sad stories. <laughs> Rule of three again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it the grey? Is it the grey clouds looming over us? That, uh... Should I have the uh, intro music of uh, the sound of silence for this? Yeah. Darkness, my old friend. <laughs> or an yeah. acoustic cover of this all in a game. <laughs> Yeah. We've played by Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, boys, it's come to that time. We've got to vote for the best story of the week. Um, I'm going to go to you first, Luke, I think. Oh, it's a toughie. It's a toughie. Uh, they've all been really sad. They've all been of similar themes. <laughs> um, I like... I like celebrating when you haven't scored a goal. I think, like, when it's been ruled out for offside, that's 
that's probably happened to me a few times. Um, <laughs> and I do love a celebration. I, I also just love format. <laughs> but, um, that wasn't the focus of the story. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's your gag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I, I like that story. I think, uh, I think I love a, 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 a father and son um, sort of Com- arguing over a... <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, that story because I like the son being sent off for his by his dad for sticking up for his dad. <laughs> I, I I quite like that. I, yeah. I, I think that's I think that's so Sweet. tragic. Sweet, yeah. And it's made it's made the original villain of the story look actually like a like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like taxi driver. <laughs> <laughs> um, my vote this week. Uh, this uh, this is a tough one because. As you as you as you touched one just there, Luke. I think the uh, the wheeling away in celebration, the turning around, expecting all your mates to be there, and then just seeing them like staring blankly at you <laughs> after it's offside is brilliant. But I'm I'm gonna have to go for the uh, the the lost losing the ball with the only one ball deemed fit fit deemed suitable to uh to to play football match. That is just awful. <laughs> that's, a, that's a brilliant story. <laughs> yeah. That's that's oh, okay, right? Yeah. This is tough. Go on, George. So, I, I like the lost ball for thirty seconds. To be fair, that is funny. Um, but also, I like the dynamics of how we've almost uncovered sort of the, a new side to this poor nine-year-old <laughs> kid who may he, he may have got bullied at secondary school because of this it's, tale. It's got it's, levels it's, that story. Hasn't yeah, it? exactly. He, he was like known as the only nine-year-old kid in his year to get sent off in a game, especially by his own dad. So <laughs> this guy, this kid could be roaming around the streets now, um, um, which is sad. Um, <laughs> but this is a movie script here that we've just come up with. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years' time, he gets revenge on his dad. <laughs> He's, just sitting, he's, he's sitting there in pubs. He's sitting there in pubs just going, my dad sent me off with a nine and I was an alcoholic ever since. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go for the tragedy that is his dad sending off. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I think that's... That is sad. But also, I feel sorry for Matt Hall here for, uh, <laughs> for taking the punch. Yeah. But also... <laughs> Including a, a, a typical Sunday League shout into our uh, Sunday League story, which is which yeah, is yeah, fantastic. It, it, it was tailored for us. That couldn't have been yeah. on any, yeah, any, yeah, yeah. any. What, what I also like about that is uh, he said it when he was nine, which yeah, shows, yeah. shows the people who say of the of the humour of a nine nine year old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stonewall. Oh, I'll take that, boys. Oh, I'm I'm happy with that win. That was well, a, you that won't was take that. Week. He's he'll take that. <laughs> okay, we this. Congratulations, well, called Matt Hall, Hall. not Matt Muscle. <laughs> Matt Hall. It's a win. It's a win for the mats. Um, no. Go <laughs> <laughs> uh, cheers, cheers, Matt, for sending that in. Excellent work. Uh, jo- uh, not George. Luke, we're going to go to you for the soccer buster answers now, please, sir. Oh yeah. Oh God, the first one literally just. I see W, and I think I've got it. I've got a guess. I've got a guess for the first one. Well, I think it's a guess, but I've got the last bit. So have you? Have you got got number one? (laughs) still you've got two. You've both got two. Yeah, I've got three. And you've got. got You've got a guess though. I've got a guess guess for one. But just so I'll let you do number one. I'll let Mustill do number two, and then I'll hear Mustill's guess for three. What's your What's your number one? 
It's the CW. It's the clue. The clue was it's a toss-up between a negative and a bit of candle meat. CW. Uh, I've got Connor Wickham. Yeah, it's Connor Wickham. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the Connor bit. I've got Wickham. So it's a negative. It's not a pro. It's a, a con. con. Yeah, yeah. Or... No. <laughs> it's a Wickham. There we go. My, my, my guess was Callum Wilson. <laughs> Based on the initials, that's all, that's all I had. <laughs> all right. The second one is the South, the South Wales, the South Wales Island stopped letting in old women. BB, so what did you get, Mustil? That was, of course, uh, Barry Island has banned nans. It's Barry Banan. Yeah, Barry Banan. <laughs> Barry banned nan. Barry banned nan. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then your guess for the third one. I wonder if that bloke nati- natist. I wonder if that bloke noticed the racket the French champions made. And that was double D. Well... I've got four players here who I've managed to work out with the with the initials double D, um, but I've gone for the one which makes the most sense: Didier Deschamps. Yep. Yeah, it is. It is. Ah, nice. It is. Well done. Did you get my works? Did they? They're Did they? champs. I don't know. That's it. Did he hear Deschamps? Because oh. it's like <laughs> Deschamps in French. Deschamps. In French, but the French tennis maker for no. I wonder if that bloke noticed the racket the French champions made. Racket, I, is thought, I thought it was like a racket. Oh, <laughs> a racket. <laughs> I thought it was like, who makes French tennis rackets. I didn't have a clue. No, did he hear the champs or yeah, the champ? Mate, rubbish. That is rubbish. That was, yeah, yeah, I agree. But the uh, <laughs> Barry Band man, Barry Ballard's brilliant. That's the first one. <laughs> Oh well, fantastic boys! Um, and with that, rounds up a, another another podcast, boys. They're, they're, they're flying in. <laughs> As always, got a question for you to both, uh, both of you to answer next week. Are, you, are we ready? Hit me. So um, we spoke a few weeks ago about putting uh, Premier League managers into uh, teaching roles, but I want to know just two, maybe two or three each. We'll decide in the week. Two or three Premier League managers. It's just a normal profession, not a teacher, just another normal profession. What would suit them? Okay. Oh, we're going for we're going for managers again, are we? Yeah. Managers you got a problem. You got got a problem with that? Take it up with FT Hooligan, mate. So. <laughs> or meet this manager um, at wherever it was. Where was it? Homesdale. Homesdale car park. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> thank you very much for joining me. Uh, it's a big thank you to George Davis. Cheers, lads. Go well. And of course, massive thanks to Luke Clarkson. Yeah, thank you, Mustil. Uh, can we wrap this up quick? I really need a wee. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I, I've, I've been Matt Mustil. This has been We've Got the Wind This Half. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Many a deer have to fall But it's all in the game All in the wonderful game That we know As love